My, oh, my, was it very, very ugly. But the Hoosiers close out Nebraska for their first road victory of the season on Monday evening. We're going to recap that game, talk about what it means moving forward this week with the Purdue game looming on Thursday. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday, January 18th. This, as always, is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics related. Uh, whether it's news, analysis, previews, or today, a recap of the Hoosiers' win against the Cornhuskers. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers part of your day, and specifically, your first listen every day. Just a reminder, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. As always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us uh, on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Let's jump into this one, as I said, and for those that watch it, I certainly will agree. It was ugly, but the Hoosiers have a road win, and that alone is reason that you cannot complain about this one. Uh, it was a very important win, as we discussed in so heading into the Purdue game on Thursday. Hoosiers could not go into that with back-to-back -back losses if they want to have any chance. Uh, so just in that regard, it's a win, and it was an important one. Get that monkey off your back with the road win. Boy, was it ugly. And boy, does it come with some worries moving forward, especially with Trace Jackson Davis. It was very, very ugly down the stretch. Trace Jackson Davis gets hurt, hurt uh, driving to the basket, gets fouled up there. I didn't think it was a dirty foul. I thought Nebraska was rough, I will say, uh, with some of their fouls throughout the game. A couple flag or technicals, maybe a couple others that should have been called. It was a chippy game, very chippy game. Uh, I did not think that that play in particular was a dirty one, but Trace goes up, gets his feet taken out from under him, lands pretty hard on his right hip kind of back area, and uh, he knocked down his free throws, uh, but then picked up a fourth foul on the other end and immediately comes out of the game, um, and he never returned. And uh, part of that was like... Um, the Hoosiers were at first keeping him off the floor to make sure he didn't get a foul. Uh, but then it was pretty clear when the Hoosiers offense could do nothing that they were um, that it was something injury related. The good news is that Trace tweeted almost immediately after the game that he would be uh, he was fine. He would play on Thursday. We'll see. Uh, but. Nonetheless, that's encouraging to see. Uh, but the Hoosiers, as a result, had to close without him. They went into a prevent offense mode where uh, they were just dribbling the ball a lot and without really any intent whatsoever. 
And uh, it was a lot of Rob Finnessy and Zane pounding the ball all around half court. And it it didn't work, but Nebraska struggled enough on the other end that the Hoosiers come away with a win. Um, credit to IU's defense because they did lock down throughout the whole game. Uh, credit to a couple big baskets. Race Thompson had a really big basket. The Hoosiers did not do much, much scoring to close the game, but it was enough. Xavier Johnson had a couple free throws he knocked down that were really important. But outside of that, those were the only points the Hoosiers had in the last six minutes. Uh, Xavier Johnson knocked down a three-pointer as well. Broken clocks right twice a day is what I would say about that. But nonetheless, um, Hoosiers closed it out with a win. Still, though, Trey's absolutely monster in the, in the game. Just a huge performance. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 10 of 16 shooting. He did it all in 31 minutes, was a team high 13 plus minus, uh, and he didn't play for the last four or five minutes of the contest. So huge, huge game from him. We mentioned uh, coming into this game again on Monday's episode that thought it was interesting. Trey Galloway said the bench needed to step up and um, that they took some of the burden of that loss in the Iowa game on them. Credit to them, because they absolutely did step up. Uh, Jordan Geronimo, Trey Galloway, Tamar Bates. We're going to talk about each of them specifically here in a minute. But they combined for 21 points off the bench. All three, I thought, played terrific. The the three of them did not miss a field goal on the day. Combined, they were 8 of 8. Missed a couple free throws. Galloway did. But uh, those three were terrific in various ways and degrees on uh, Monday. So big shout out to them. Race Thompson, as I said, came up with a couple big baskets late, came up with a couple important deflections and steals uh, as that IU defense locked down. They had seven steals on the night. It was just enough uh, against pretty much any other team in the Big Ten. Tonight's probably wouldn't have been enough, but uh, I will give them the benefit of the doubt late of not having Trace Jackson Davis uh, outside of that, though, it, it was ugly. But again, beggars can't be choosers. IU needed this win. They needed a road win. We're not going to complain about how they got it. We are going to uh, focus, as I said, on those three players off the bench as our three players uh, kind of spotlight for this game. We're going to start with Jordan Geronimo, but we're going to do that after we talk about Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Hoosiers were favored by eight and a half, win by seven. That's a bad one. I don't know that I would have bet the Hoosiers at eight and a half. Ken Palm had them by 10. Both those felt high. Uh, I hope you guys did not take the Hoosiers minus eight and a half. Uh, but Bet Online still remains your number one spot for the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using the promo code Locked On to get started. So whether it's football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, be sure to check out what BetOnline offers are available to you in 2022. They're the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. 
Reminder that we are free and available on all platforms. We're going to start at the top. Best performer off that bench, Jordan Geronimo. Uh, certainly his best game of the season. Almost certainly his best game of his career uh, for the Hoosiers. Maybe not statistically, but I thought just an overall impact on the game. This was probably the biggest, best game of his uh, still relatively brief IU career. Played a career-high 21 minutes that tied with the Louisiana game earlier in the season. Uh, He was stunningly good offensively. It was the way he was getting his baskets. Finished with 10 points on 4-4 shooting. It was mid-range pull-ups that he was just burying off the dribble that uh, I he hit the first one, and it was kind of one of those, well, that was a great shot, but uh, you kind of only see that in a flash. And then he did it again. <laughs> I, I believe the, he did it three times in total uh, on the day. Out of nowhere, we've seen him with that three-pointer. Um, it's improving. To see him knock down those shots off the dribble in the mid-range, wow, <laughs> where did that come from? Uh, that was huge on itself. He grabbed eight rebounds, three of them offensive, uh, had a, an assist, a block, a steal. Uh, as I mentioned, played 21 minutes, closed out the game alongside Race Thompson with Trace injured. Uh, was enormous just in a number of ways, offensive glass, defensive glass, using his athleticism to uh, contest shots and still get to the boards. Uh, He is a crazy athlete that we are seeing develop uh, right in front of us. And those types of players, those types of prospects are always fun to watch. Uh, This was a huge step forward for Jordan Geronimo tonight. Uh, both in terms of just his production and the trust the coaching staff is going to have in him uh, and just across the board, a a big step forward for him tonight. Honestly, I know this this is a a big comparison, but there were times tonight where he looked OG and Anobi-esque, just in his his build, his athleticism, just uh, the way he kind of moves on the floor at times. OG was another terrific athlete that we saw kind of molded into uh, this great three and D type of player. That was the feeling I had at times with Jordan Geronimo. Uh, His jumper is certainly much further along than OGs was at maybe any time at IU, but it was a ton of fun watching him tonight. He was really important in this win, especially as Trace went down. Uh, So big shout out to him for four shooting with those 10 points. Trey Galloway uh, continues to be really important to this team. He also played 21 minutes uh, on the or on the night. He finished with, with nine points, three of three shooting from the field with a pair of a pair of assists. That floater he has is a very real weapon, and tonight's not obviously not the first time he's used it, but he used it a couple times on Monday, and. Uh, it works. It's really effective, and it's it's a nice weapon for him to have. Uh, he's not a great shooter. Uh, he's not super athletic to get to the rim, so if you can have that kind of in-between game, that little floater, uh, it is absolutely huge for him. We've seen him a couple times as well. Teams are going to become aware of that on the scouting report, and he's had those little dump-off passes to the bigs underneath the basket if they step out on him. 
thought it was really interesting. He was playing some some point guard tonight. Uh, I keep saying tonight. I'm recording this on Monday. I, I apologize. He played some point guard on Monday. Um, I, he had four turnovers. It didn't look great. I think that's more telling of where Xavier Johnson and Rob Finnessy are in Mike Woodson's mind than anything else because uh, that wasn't and hasn't been something that Trey Galloway has done. I don't think it's something... I mean, we saw the result, four turnovers tonight. It's probably not something you can do in any kind of large capacity moving forward. Again, it was telling, I thought, that he turned to him when Finnessy uh, was on the court. He It was Trey Galloway that was kind of initiating things on the offensive end. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the guards. I don't want to keep be- beating a dead horse, but Finnessy and Johnson were not, again, not good on the night. Um, but we're going to keep it positive, finish up talking about Tamar Bates. It's obviously been kind of a rocky season for him. Um, Mike Woodson at one point alluded to to some kind of off-court personal stuff he'd been going through. Uh, Certainly no one has or should kind of press him on that, but any freshman coming into the Big Ten is going to have a, an acclimation period unless you're kind of one of the elites, the McGowns uh, for Nebraska, guys like that who uh, even Trace Jackson Davis, you got to be really, really good to come in and immediately make an impact. So um, I want to give Tamar Bates some, some leeway in that regard, but also give him some credit because I thought he played really well. It was a brief stint. Um, he, again, he only played at 12 minutes. That's more time than he's gotten since the Northern Kentucky game, uh, before Christmas. And I would venture to say a lot of that time he played in that game came in garbage time. Uh, so it's the most he's played in a, uh, a game since, since that, since Christmas, um, the second most minutes, excuse me, third most minutes he's played in a. Uh, Big Ten game this season. He on, His stat line wasn't, it's not eye-popping. He was one of one uh, from the field. It was a corner. It looked like a three-pointer foot on the line, two-pointer. He had a really nice play in transition. Uh, gets the ball, pushes it up court, makes the really smart play of throwing a lob to uh, Trace for the dunk. He did have a turnover, but he did have a steal as well. I believe it came on that lob play. So um, for somebody that has been kind of in this slump um, coming into the night, he was struggling mightily. He had only shot one for his last uh, 12, it looks like, um, since that Northern Kentucky game. He's not really had a good good performance since the last Nebraska game at home. So to see him kind of as well take a step forward, I was encouraged by um, Mike Woodson still clearly sees the potential there. That's why he's still getting minutes despite this slump. Hopefully Monday uh, is a step forward and an encouraging, uh, some encouraging progress for him that he can build on because when he's going, he provides a, provides a huge spark for this team, especially off the bench, uh, a bench unit that lacks a lot of scoring most nights with Monday obviously being an exception, those 21 points off the bench. So hopefully he can get going. Hoosiers are going to need him. 
this season, and he can provide something that no one else on this team can with his scoring ability. So all three guys off that bench uh, were huge. Um, Rob Finnessy and Michael Durr also both played. Michael Durr played two minutes and got two fouls. Didn't come back on the court. Part of that was how well Jordan Geronimo was playing. Rob Finnessy, let's talk about that because we're going to talk about some takeaways from this game moving forward as the Hoosiers um, are heading into a Purdue game now that Purdue survived a double overtime thriller against Illinois on Monday. Um, this is this is obviously the big one. What can the Hoosiers take from this game as they move forward? It was ugly, but I still think there's some lessons to be learned from it. But it's the new year, guys. So that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good that you're going to want to eat it. It's not like those other protein bars that are chalky, waxy, tastes like chemical spills. These are covered in 100% real chocolate. You're looking at, in most Built Bars, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your favorite candy bar. It's going to be better for you. Um, So even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, Uh, Many more. They're adding limited time flavors all the time. So be sure to head on over to Built.com, see what's available, and use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So for how ugly this game was, excuse me, for how ugly this game was, what can the Hoosiers take away from it? For one, the defense is still terrific. I don't think anybody is surprised by that. Uh, Nebraska wasn't uh, great in the second half. They were pretty good offensively in the first half. That second half, they uh, managed just .941 points per possession. When the Hoosiers had to lock up, they did. Part of that was regressing to the mean. Uh, I thought... Uh, Nebraska started the game pretty hot from three. They made four of their first five and then finished six to 17 overall. So they made two of their last 12. Um, so part of that was kind of a hot start at home for Nebraska. IU stuck to the game plan. There were open threes and you could say, um, IU got away with it. Maybe, but we talked on Monday about how bad of a three point shooting team Nebraska is. So, there are times we've seen with Rob Finnessy and Xavier Johnson that you're okay with guys shooting threes. Maybe not wide open threes, but still, that's part of the game plan. And it's not like it was unseasonably bad from Minnesota. They were a 29% uh, three-point shooting team coming into the game, and they still shot 35%. So the only unseasonable thing about their three-point shooting is it was better than it uh, should be expected. So thought the Hoosiers defense was still good overall. It's going to 
it clearly carries over from game to game. There, even in their losses, the defense has never been the issue. Uh, I think this bench play, Geronimo Galloway, are very viable options. Obviously, moving forward, this may have been uh, a big kind of step forward in this moment from Jordan Geronimo, but he's been much. He's been very serviceable at the bare minimum uh, this season for the Hoosiers as a big man. Uh, athletic guy that can defend, get you some boards. Uh, in any offense, it feels like a big plus from him. So Geronimo Galloway are proving themselves as options off the bench. Tamar Bates, hopefully knock on wood. Uh, he's kind of coming out of his slump and becoming an option as well. Now the guard play. Again, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I don't want to come on here every podcast and rant and rave about the guards because it's a broken record. I'm not – everybody knows how much the guards have struggled. Xavier Johnson I did not think was great on Monday. Uh, he was a little bit better, but uh, nine points, five assists, five turnovers, two of five shooting. He knocked down that big three-pointer. Kudos to him. I think there's too many times where he's shooting those threes when they go under the screen. They're going under the screen for a reason. I thought he was good at getting to the rim and decent enough at finishing it. This game kind of suited him a bit, just a scrappy nature of the contest. Uh, I thought played into just kind of the the ugly style of basketball. And I don't even mean that as like an insult. Just when the game gets scrappy and tough, Certain guys excel. I thought in a general sense that worked for him, but still not a particularly efficient night, uh, either in shooting the ball or taking care of the ball. Rob Finnessy, I have less excuses for. Uh, It seemed like he had turned a corner, and uh, coming out of that Notre Dame game, the handful of games after that, it really seemed like he was building some momentum, but ultimately it's what's been the case for Rob Finnessy his whole career at IU, and he's just not consistent. And uh, on Monday, he plays 16 minutes, does not score, missed all three of his shots. All of them were three-pointers, and the only other stat he recorded was one steal. So I, you can't have that type of stat line. Um, Again, I don't want to come on here and just keep slamming these kids. They're trying hard, but... um, Again, I think it speaks volumes that Trey Galloway was played at point guard tonight, played more minutes tonight than Rob Finnessy did. So there's there's some problems right now with the guards, and I think Mike Woodson is very aware of it. There's not a lot of options available unless in – I mean, we can mention Christian Lander's name. I've made my thoughts known that he should be playing, but it's not an option, so – Again, it's not worth banging that drum. Uh, There's other options that they're trying. With Trey Galloway, we'll see. Maybe Tamar Bates plays a little bit more. I'm not really sure what the answer is, but Xavier Johnson and Rob Fennessey don't seem to be it on pretty much every night with few exceptions. Uh, Other guards, I want more Parker Stewart and a little bit less Miller Cop. Miller Cop was firing away. In that first half, uh, he was two of five in that first half. Uh, he had five field goals attempts, and Trace only had seven. Uh, Trace was six of seven, so I was a little worried that how much 
Miller Cop was shooting. And interestingly, he only played seven minutes in the second half. Trey Galloway played 13. Jordan Geronimo played 14. Parker Stewart played all 20. I think all three of those are very interesting point or minute totals uh, compared to Miller Cops. We've seen that Trey Galloway has been finishing games. I've made the case that I think Trey Galloway should be starting, uh, but it is very interesting that Miller Cop only played seven minutes in that second half. Uh, I want more plays just specifically drawn up for Parker Stewart to get shots. There were a couple in that second half. He knocked down a pair of three-pointers in that second half. He competes really well defensively, Parker Stewart. He's been tasked with some tough assignments. That part of his game probably isn't talked about enough. Uh, but I, he continues to be, I think, underutilized offensively with this Hoosier team. So would love to see more offense drawn up for him. Some A little bit less. Uh, I would love it if Parker Stewart was getting five first-half field goal attempts and not Miller Kopp. Um, the offense overall actually was pretty good, uh, just statistically for the Hoosiers, even with that really, really ugly finish. I say good from a scoring standpoint. They had 13 turnovers. For this Hoosier team, that's good. But for, for everyone else, it is not. Um, so, uh, excuse me, 14 turnovers still, nonetheless. Uh, they actually sh- finished with 1.2 points per possession, which is good. They shot 54% from the field, which is good. And that comes despite them only going 4 of 13 from the three-point line. So, um the, the offense in terms of scoring was overall good. Uh, it's just that um, it looks so ugly at times, and a lot of it has to go through Trace, which is fine, but um, when they're not turning the ball over, they were pretty efficient uh, in terms of scoring on Monday, so that's a positive you can take going forward. They got 20 points off those 13 Nebraska turnovers. That's a positive. They were 36 points in the paint. Most of those coming from Trace and Race, obviously. Uh, Trey Galloway, Xavier Johnson got to the rim a couple times. So um, that was overall actually a pretty good offensive performance if you're able to kind of take away the turnovers in the last maybe four minutes of the game when Trace wasn't out there. So I know that those are pretty big qualifiers, but. I'm trying to to find some positives moving forward with this team. Listen, it's going to be a rivalry game on Thursday. Uh, you throw the records out the book, but it's still nice to get some positive momentum from this victory going into that game. Now you got to cross your fingers, do whatever good luck ritual you do to make sure Trace is healthy for that game because I'm not crazy about IU's chances in this game regardless. Uh, certainly not crazy about it if there's no Trace Jackson Davis. There's no Trace Jackson Davis. IU, to be quite blunt, does not have a chance in this game. So uh, they're going to need Trace at his best, and that requires him to be healthy. So fingers crossed that he is healthy and on the court on Thursday. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to preview a women's basketball game and then do some more talking about this men's team uh, getting ready for that big game against Purdue. Now, for your second listen today, head on over to the Locked on Bets podcast, 
your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love, the feedback you guys have given us. Please, I want this to be a conversation. Uh, Tweet at us, leave a rating and review, whatever it is, uh, let's make this a conversation. Follow us on Twitter, as I said. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, helps us out a ton. Leave that quick rating, quick review if you can. Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Tuesday and LEO.